There we go, mate. Mike Lewis, how are you doing, buddy? Let's do an episode. Let's do it. Let's do an episode. <laughs> Inside with Brett Hawk, Mike Lewis, what's happening? Uh, not much, man. Uh, it's good to see you. It's good to see you. It's been too long, man. We've we've needed to do this for a while, but it's. I think the timing is perfect. Everything has aligned, and uh, we're going to dig into it, man. So I'm excited about this. Good shovel. So how let's did uh, let's let's do this? Let's go back to how you and I first met. What about that? Like it was uh, it was in San Diego, right? I think so. I think you were out here doing some work with uh, David yeah. Marsh when he was uh, had his pro group out here. Yeah, and I think it's just one of those situations where when you meet someone for the first time, you feel like you've known them forever. And you and I just clicked, man. It was like we had this connection and. You're doing uh, incredible work, obviously. I mean, one of the world's leading photographers in in the swimming space. I don't know anyone that's better, so uh, that's the way I put it. But, I mean, you were doing fantastic work, and you were working with Team Elite at the time, and um, and we just we just connected, man. We clicked, and we've been friends ever since, right? Absolutely. And, you know, hey, first, that's super I'm, – I'm, that's very gracious of you to say Really well, who's better? I mean, come on, let's be serious, Mike. I mean, there's there's levels here, right? We're, we're at different <laughs> levels, man. Like when you when you you talk about me being one of the world's best sprinters, you know, in my time I was. When you talk about me being one of the world's leading coaches, I I was, you know, in sprinting. So it's like you've got to you got to give credit where credit's due. You're just one of the best, if not the best, in the world at what you do in in the swimming space, mate. And so, in regards to that. How did you get into swimming photography? Well, you know, it's interesting because I've, I've been asked this question before and I don't know. I mean, I, I can't say there was a time like where I sat down and said, hey, this is where I'm going. Mm. You know, cameras had always been around when I was a kid. You know, yeah. they, since I was like little, little kid. I can't remember the first time I picked one up, but they were always around. And my right. parents were artists. My parents were photographers. But, right. you know, cameras were a thing. And... Uh, for whatever reason, you know, they tended to find their way into my hands. And so I remember mm. taking pictures of a kid. And then I remember coming up in age group swimming and you know, mm. taking little instamatic cameras uh, mm. down to the pool and just, you know, trying to get sort of what at the time was the elusive head-on butterfly shot, right? Right, right. And, you know, you're doing it with this little, you know, little tiny instamatic camera and, you know, you're just clicking, clicking, clicking. And with hopes that, of course, yeah, I'm going to get that shot. And yeah, uh, yeah. so it, it kind of started that way. Um, but the way it really kind of, you know, kind of just really fast forward through my life and my career. But I had spent a, a good part of my professional life uh, working in Olympic sport management. And at one point after my time um, in Colorado Springs, uh, I was given an opportunity to come back and be the general manager of Mission Viejo Natadors. Mm. And so with these cameras always riding on the side and then getting there at the Natadors, um, it was an opportunity for these two worlds to sort of uh, intersect. And, yeah. um, and they were doing uh, tier. Uh, Michigan was a tier team at that point, and mm. tier was one of the commercial shoots there. And as general manager, I would be there to sort of facilitate, just making sure that facility access and everything was where it should be. And 
but an opportunity to kind of watch and observe and just truly become captivated. And so it sort of blossomed from there. Yeah. Well, it's blossomed into a career that, you know, like I said, you're, you're widely respected in the community. And you've also talked about uh, certain times recently, you and I have had conversations where you've even mentored some younger photographers. When, when a younger photographer comes to you and wants mentorship, through the things that you've learned and the and the mistakes you've made and the lessons you've learned like what are you doing when you're mentoring a young photographer i think it's just you know trying to pass down or pass to the sort of the people that are coming up because you know my ride's not going to last forever none of our ride will last forever it's going to end sometime mm. but hopefully we're going to leave a legacy Right. Um, and so it's it's really trying to sort of pass on, um, I think, a reverence for the sport. You know, I, I have a lot of reverence for swimming. Swimming means it's a, it's a centerpiece of my life. It's something I just got. Right. I just came from the pool. Yeah. And so um, really. You and me both. I didn't come from the pool, but you and me both. Yeah, it's a centerpiece. <laughs> But, but, you know, with that reverence, it's like passing on, you know, the respect, you know, the, the processes, the, the fact that, you know, you, you put the sport first. Uh, one of the things right. that I've tried to live by, and I'm certainly not perfect, man. I come up short. Don't get me wrong. But, but I really try to live by the sort of the, the kind of the general, I wouldn't say it's an adage, but it's, it's more just a philosophy that, you know, it's not about me. It's about hmm. sort of being a mirror that reflects back how cool and interesting swimming is. Right. Um, living most of my life in San Diego, I kind of have a, a sort of foot in, in my surfing life and then my swimming life. And, and mm. surfing does a great job of, of sort of holding back its imagery and showing how cool it is. Now, right. granted, surfing is in, in, increasingly, or excuse me, exceedingly uh, aspirational. Yeah. And so it, perhaps it's a bit easier, but it's sort of taking that thing and kind of going, hey man, swimming's cool. Let's let's put a mirror back and show how cool and interesting the sport is. So passing that on to people and, and, and trying to kind of represent that. As I said, I come up short, man. But I try to do it through my actions, through my words, and, uh, and then through the work that comes out of the lens. I mean, we're all at that point in our lives, right? Where we're always trying to improve. We're never at a point where we're settled and, and satisfied and not making mistakes and not learning. And like, it's just, it's just part of life, man. It's growth. So when you say you, you come up short, like you also hit in a lot of areas too through your experiences. And so when you're, uh, when you talk about reverence, when you're thinking in that realm, when it comes to swimming and you've got a camera in your hand, and you're on the deck, what are you looking for? What are you trying to capture and, and say to, you know, a potential audience that'll see your photos? You know, it's really interesting because it's, it's more about uh, sort of being in this place of seeing as opposed to looking. And the difference is not just in the semantics, but it's sort of in the process. You know, when you're mm. looking, you're kind of seeking, seeking, seeking. And, and, right. I, and I feel like that sort of is, uh, it doesn't work for me. It may work for others. It's this isn't a judgment thing. It's more about what works for my style. So it's sort of letting it come to me. But I mm. think really showing uh, the power, the intensity, the fun, the laughter, mm. uh, whether it's in someone's reaction immediately after they hit the wall, 
or their interactions with their coaches and teammates as they walk off the deck or coming from the ready room. Those are all things that when we're talking about uh, working around various events, that's the kind of stuff I'm looking for. I'm looking for stuff that says swimming. But again, it's not as much about looking, it's about seeing it. So, right. so, so really kind of letting that just sort of come through because it's there. You really don't have to look for it necessarily. You have mm. to see it. So, right. so let it come to you. That's, that's kind of the approach that I try to take. Right. Well, listen, you're in a prime position too, but you're in, you're in America, which is the number one swim country and team in the world. So you have the best athletes to work with and you're working a, a lot of the time with USA Swimming. You're on the deck and you're traveling with them and you're at, um, you're at camps for, let's say, the Olympic team. So you're, you're around these Olympic athletes. You're around the best athletes in the world. So you know, in terms of the cream of the crop, you've got some nice talent to work with too, some some good people to photograph. So, um, you know, what has been your experience in the time that you've been in that world where you've been able to work with the best athletes? What what have you learned from that experience? That above anything that they do in the pool, they're better people. They're Mm. just, just incredibly cool people. Yeah, and, and I think that that's one of the beautiful things about swimming. As I said, I have a tremendous reverence for it. My closest friends, you know, yourself included, uh, come from the world of swimming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one of the things that is ever present is just great people, uh, interesting people, uh, people who have, of course, accomplished and reached the pinnacle of uh, their, you know, relative events yeah uh but the thing that impresses me is just the people and the humanity yeah. that's out there it's well the it's great that you it's great that you get a chance to capture that too because so we're not represented that well right like i have a podcast that you know is worldwide that we started because i wanted to spread the word on swimming and share stories you take photographs that are timeless of these incredible athletes that they're going to be able to look back on and their, their children and their children's children are going to be able to look. But like that stuff is forever lasting. The images that you're taking and the way that you're capturing the sport, um, you know, there, there's hundreds of photographers on the sideline at a NFL game or a basketball game or, a you know, a hockey or, you know, the, the big sport, the four big sports. The other one is uh, basketball. What was the other? No, basketball and uh, baseball. That's the other yeah. one. You know, so they're the four big sports in America. But like, America's had the best swim team for, you know, half a century. It's just like, so these athletes are now getting a chance to be captured by you, which is going to be timeless, which I think is so powerful. And I guess in that, uh, this conversation came up, right, between between a couple of friends, myself and Nate, who's who's the producer of this podcast, and then and then you. And we were talking about this concept, right, of like, the impact that you make and your photograph, your, your photographs make, and how we can um, have a, a much more lasting kind of influence on the world of swimming and swimmers in the future. And this this conversation around swim posters came up, you know. And so, talk to me about kind of how that kind of all came about. Well, as you as you recounted, I mean, I, I I can't remember exactly what point it was. I don't know about a year ago or as early mm. in the year, it was, mm. but it was somewhere within that general time frame. Yeah. And 
you know, I was talking to you and Nate about different ideas and, and, and Nate came out and said, posters, do posters. And I was like, you know, that's, I've said, Hey, posters are still a thing. Mm. And, and yeah, you guys assured me that it was. And, and so what you did is you planted a seed and, and from that seed, I went forward and I started talking to a number of, of, you know, recently retired, uh, and current national team swimmers. And, you know, I started with Nathan Adrian, I, I called him up and we talked mm. for a while. He was really gracious and, and as he is. And, you know, he, he started the process with his support. And then that, you know, then eventually I went to Murphy and from Murphy, I went to Dressel and, and then I went into Olivia Smoliga and Regan Smith and, you know, you just basically went through the network of the national Olympic team and, and everybody was super supportive and they said, Hey, I had posters when I was a kid. Big deal to me, yeah. um, you know. Having you know Michael and Ryan on my walls is what kind of inspired me to keep going, to wake yep. up early, to to sort of you know keep my head down and and charge forward toward my goals. And so, mm. you know, I thought about it. You know that hey, this is an opportunity to to do what I said earlier, which is sort of reflect back and and. Mm. Really because that's a big part of who I am. I want to share. Yeah. I want to help hopefully, you know, just be one relatively small influence in the world that makes things a little bit better. And so if I can share a dream and help kids dream right. and help people engage with and participate in this sport that you and I have reaped so many benefits from. And I think that you and I will both agree that it is far less the the medals or or any particular time that we accomplished yeah really the friendships and the relationships that sustain us to this day um and so if i can have a or sort of provide a mechanism that can help people realize the benefits that you and i realized and that so many other swimmers are realizing um that just aligns perfectly with my values yeah no it does and that's that was part of the conversation actually is like you were not interested in starting a business this is not a business venture by any means this was a conversation between people that care about swimming love swimming and what we were saying to you is mike you have the best photographs in the world they're just sitting in your office like why wouldn't you share those with the world? And you said, you know, is swimming posters a thing? Well, no, it's not a thing anymore. It just wasn't. It's not. It it's a dying art. And what when I grew up, I did have swim posters on my wall. I had the Matt Beyondies and I had the, um, you know, Rowdy Gaines and the, these sorts of people that I looked up to. We had the posters on the wall and those just disappeared in the, in the last 10, 15 years. And so what I said and what we said to you is like, Mike, you've got the best images with the best athletes. And why wouldn't you want to inspire the next generation to put these images on the wall and look up to these kids and, and these athletes and then aspire to want to be them? That's giving back. That's that's influencing. You know, it's, it's the same with my podcast. It's like people always talk to me about the numbers. What's the numbers? How much did you get on that? How much? I don't care. I don't care if one person watches my podcast or if 100,000 people watch it. If I'm sharing a story and I'm telling somebody else's story, then I've affected the world in a positive way. And that's right. what you're doing with your swim posters here, Mike, is that you're capturing, 
the essence of somebody and you're sharing that and then somebody's looking at that a young kid is saying that's who i want to be you're you're creating heroes you know men and women and uh and i just think you've done a brilliant job with it i did ask you to pull a poster out before we hit record here so you got you got something you can show us right there i i do um i have of of all the cool people you know, there's this is this is certainly one of my favorites out there, and yeah. um, I'm going to do my best because one of the cool things about these posters is they're not like your typical the, the sort of the typical poster that you might experience if you had like rock posters or other yeah. posters are real flimsy. These are super thick, uh, heavy stock photo paper. Uh, yeah. but this is Jay Litherland. So mm. um, this is uh, this is one of the ones and one of the first ones that. Uh, I produced and I, I'm just so excited because Jay, as I said, so many cool and interesting and great people out there in the sport. Mm. Um, Jay is a blast and so yeah. much fun. I mean, I think almost everybody would say, Hey, who's the coolest guy out there right now? I bet most swimmers would line up and say, Yeah, Jay's got it going on. Super He's a good fun, dude. Fun, good dude. Fun. So yeah, that's that's one of the the posters right now. Yeah, well, I bought I bought uh, one of another cool guy that I think is one of the cooler guys, Tom Shields. You got him at the bottom of the pool blowing some uh, bubble rings. It's just a it's a beautiful image. Um, but again, I think what you've done is you've taken the concept of kind of the swim poster where it's mainly just a, a profile picture, right? And you've and you've incorporated into an action shot, so it's them in action as well. So not only are you capturing the athlete, you're capturing them doing what they do best at the moment they do it best, you know? And so I love that. So like, for me, it's so inspiring to see these athletes, you know, in action and you've captured that moment for them. How's the feedback been from the athletes themselves when they get to see themselves on a poster? Everybody's been super supportive. I mean, it, it truly has it been moving that mm. uh, the reception has just been fantastic everywhere that I've gone since launching uh about geez i think i can't remember the exact date but it was at some point in, in uh, october right. um once i got back out uh at certain events uh people and in fact this last weekend at the u.s open so many people coming up and just uh really expressing their support and their interest yeah. uh it, it means a lot and, and i think another thing that uh is, is important to hit on brett is when we talked I, I, at that point, I was, I was just exposed to the effective altruism movement, you know, really mm. you know, giving back in ways that make meaningful difference. And, you know, I'm not Bill Gates. I'm not going to be starting some massive campaign to, to kind of solve right. malaria and, and fix these right. problems. But, but I started to think about, hey, what can I do in my way to, to give back? And, mm. you know, so I, when, when I built this thing, I built it on the premise that from the start, 10% of the proceeds are going to be going to support mental health services for children and adolescents. Hmm. And it's not like a phase thing. This is like forever, as long as this is out there. And, uh, you know, in fact, in my wildest dreams, should this explode, I'd, I'd love to even turn over more and larger percentages uh, in service to others because um, giving back, particularly in the realm of mental health, means a lot to me. Um, right. I've, I've certainly, I've, I've had my struggles in life. A lot of us have, 
Yeah. Um, and uh, if it wasn't for all of the wonderful people, the services that I've been able to to bring to bear in my life, um, you know, it, it it gives me the good fortune to do what I do mm. and be able yeah. to give back and and potentially help others. Uh, that's a big part of this. So it's about sharing the dream, but then also uh, in service to this specific charity. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, that that just that's just who you are. You know, you weren't going to do this unless there was something like that attached to it. And so you you you're an upstanding individual when it comes to that, my friend. And I think that's why people love and respect you a lot. And uh, you got you got a lot of uh, supporters out there now. In terms of the the posters themselves, um, tell us where people can find them. You can find them at swimposters.com. It's that easy. Swimposters. Swimposters.com. Okay. And um, how many choice, how many different athletes do you have on there now? Oh, geez. Oh, I, I should know that exact number. I've, I've probably, it's probably around 20, I'd say, wouldn't it be? Um, I think we're, we're there. At least I've got at least 20 that have agreed and more are right. agreeing. Uh, right. You know, as every week that goes by. So Lily King's on there? Yeah, Lily King's on there. Yeah. Caleb's yeah. on there. Uh, Annie Lazer's on there. Just to, at the top of my head, Olivia Smoliga, Jay Litherland, Chase Kalish. Um, have you thought about going international? Do you have Do you have international photos? or you, are you just? Yet, but I'm going to. And mm. I, uh, I've had a few internationals reach out to me and said they want to be a part of it. And I certainly... Mm. Uh, I, I certainly want to have more. I have sort yeah. of three categories, sort of U.S. All-Stars, right. Legends, and then right. I want to have World Team. So I want to have people from around the world that are part of this as well. Because right. I want us all to be a part of it. I want us all to feel like stakeholders that is sort of planting the seed. Mm. As I said, you know, earlier in this conversation, all of our rides will end someday. And that's not to be morbid. It's just to be real. And yeah. so how do we keep this thing going? Yeah. And not just take what we can take right now, but how can we plant seeds to give back? Yeah. And, and, and so if we can all do that, and the more of us that participate in this, it just makes it a richer and more fulfilling experience, I think, for all of us. It certainly does for me. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's, that's cool. kind of the genesis of how this whole thing came about. Can people order them internationally, even though you don't have international athletes? Can, can someone in Australia order a poster? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah. so yeah, there's worldwide shipping that, okay. uh, that, that, yeah, people can order internationally. So, yeah, well, uh, it's not just cool. limited to the U S well, I told you, I mean, uh, growing up, I had a couple of American guys on my wall. Like I, I could, I can imagine a bunch of people would want a Jay Little and Caleb Dressel or Lily King, whatever it is, you know, like they, these guys are heroes and, um, you know, the swimming world. Oh, heroes, Nathan right? and Ryan, I got to talk about those guys too. Nathan, Ryan, so yeah. Supporting this. It's Colin. You know, I've got him. Yeah, I saw Colin this last weekend. So supportive in all of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it. I truly am moved, man. Yeah. I just, I just, I, I can't believe this is this is my life. I feel like I'm yanking on the lane line of life. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, you know, Summer knows what I mean when I say yanking on the lane line. You know, <laughs> get that little advantage. Yeah. Just get that extra little push. It feels really good, man. Well, you've had a massive impact, and I hope this is your lasting legacy. I hope this I hope this is kind of the one that kind of hits home to people where, you know, there's kids all around the world that have your posters on their walls and they, they dream to be swimmers and they aspire to be just like the heroes. And, um, you know, we have the Paris Olympics coming up, so I'm sure there'll be an explosion in, 
in, in swimming after the Olympics. There usually is that first year after the Olympics is always kind of so much excitement around it. So I hope it really takes off in the future. I think people need to um, get on there. I, like I said, I've got my own posters. I, I don't have my own poster. You know, I haven't been invited to be part of the legends yet. I don't know what I have to do to get into the legends category. No, we got to get, get you in the pool and you come yeah. out of San Diego. We'll do a dedicated photo shoot with you. Yeah, we could. No, I don't know about that. Because closer, <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> um, no, listen, you've got some worthy people in there and, and some good stuff. So that's really cool. I hope it explodes and we can get more of it out there. But um, swimposters.com cool stuff now listen what have you got coming up in the near future for you um in the near future is going to be i'm gonna uh, retreat out to the desert with my dog go out to death valley here in a couple weeks and catch the new moon again and yeah. just be out there in nature I, you know that's kind of how i i end the year um, do you photograph nature at all i do i do oh. i really enjoy it i love astrophotography has oh. become something that i i started to uh explore last year i'm doing more of it and it's a blast so that's what's going to keep me busy through uh the end of the year certainly i'm wrapping up some things from the business perspective yeah. um and then yeah. we'll just sort of kick into the next cycle uh as we get into 2023 so um going to be doing a lot of stuff with usa swimming again good um, stuff so i'm I just, yeah. Well, you're also on the Any Question app, you're, which is which is who I work for full time, and you're on the app, and people can find you there. They can not only that can they ask you questions, but they can go on there and listen to answers that you've given. You've given over a hundred answers now uh, on the platform, and some really informative stuff on there. Really cool stuff. Learn about uh, photography. There's some incredible photographers uh, on the app, and and it's not just photography. There's there's sports and health and wellness, and so. Get on the app and, and check that out, but go on there specifically and ask Mike questions because, uh, you know, there's a lot to learn from you. If you're a young photographer, tons to learn there as well. So, um, mate, I appreciate everything you're doing for me uh, always. I love our conversations away from the camera and um, just a good friend, man. I appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you, man. I'm really, really grateful for, for what you've given me and I'm grateful to so many others. Yep. Um, and I'd be yep. remiss in, in not giving a public thank you right now to my buddy Mel Stewart, who was a big part and helped kicking me forward in my career, um, yep. and supporting me along the way. And so yep. him, you, David, so many others, Jack Roach, you know, I could go on and on and on. I could just, you could just name drop for hours. Well, it's a community, so, man. That's the thing, right? It's a community. I'm, I'm, I, the gratitude that I feel is just, it, it really just pours from me. And I'm so, so fortunate now. Yeah. Well, it comes out in your photography. It's, it speaks the truth. So, uh, it's good stuff, man. All right. Swimposters.com. Appreciate it. Get out there, get yourself a poster. Uh, Mike, good catching up with you, buddy. Thanks buddy. See you, man. We individualize training in the pool. So why not individualize your nutrition? Erica Biney of Biney Wellness Building will help you and your swimmers get exactly what each athlete needs through genetic testing and personalized nutrition plans. So stop guessing what you should and shouldn't be putting into your body. Athletes within a few weeks have noticed they're recovering faster because they're fueling their body with what they need and staying away from what their body hates. Erica understands swimming. She gets it. She's worked with over 20 Olympians, including the fastest man in the world, Caleb Dressel. Group discounts are available, so go to Biney Wellness Building and get in touch with Erica today.
That's Biney, B-E-I-N-E, wellnessbuilding.net.